Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach Laura Kelly teaches you how to bring joy, harmony, and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, whenever or wherever you are, welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Kelly. Today, I'm going to address how comparison and competition keep us feeling isolated and contribute to a lack of belonging. All human beings want to feel safe and connected, so feelings of isolation can be extremely detrimental to our well-being. In fact, one of the things I hear most often from my coaching clients is, how are you reading my mind? When I talk about struggles with procrastination, scrolling, overeating, overdrinking, etc., I'm able to connect with people who experience many of the same things. But I'm not a mind reader. I'm simply a human being who's been there. I know the struggles, and my liberation has come from talking about it. And so many of us suffer in silence, believing falsely that we are all alone, that no one understands us, or that no one is going through what we are going through. We often experience this because we're comparing ourselves to what others show the world on social media, or what clothes they wear, what cars they drive. We see the expensive bags and flashy cars, but we don't see the inner turmoil caused by a failed relationship or the death of a relative. Because most of us are caught up in a desire to be better than others, i.e. in competition, we are constantly comparing ourselves. And any vulnerability can be viewed by ourselves as weakness or failure. We don't even realize how connected and related we all are because we've been conditioned to refrain from being vulnerable. I choose to be very open because I believe it helps other people feel less isolated and it helps me feel less isolated. It's so easy to feel that no one understands our struggles, especially when rugged individualism is so valued in our society and our profession is fertile ground for sowing the seeds of comparison and competition. In my humble opinion, one of the reasons why we feel misunderstood or isolated is because we don't understand our thoughts and feelings. We often feel that we are at the wrong end of circumstances and situations. We get trapped in blaming and our roles feel like we are victims rather than survivors. Blame and victimhood separate us from others. I also think that our sense of belonging has been shaken in the last year because we have been largely physically isolated. Moreover, we've seen increasing in-group thinking and tribalism spread over the last decade as almost a workaround for being genuinely connected and engaged. Social media has fueled our ability to pick sides and confirmation bias causes us to reject viewpoints that don't comport with our own. Our society is more divided than ever, and yet all human beings ultimately want the same thing, to be happy and safe. And whether we accept it or not, we are all interconnected. Separateness is merely an illusion. But how can we cultivate a sense of belonging in an adversarial profession and within a deeply divided nation? Well, getting to know your mind is the first step to achieving a sense of belonging. We have to recognize the thoughts, feelings, and actions that keep us isolated or disconnected from others. I recently read the book, You Belong, by Sabine Selassie. In this book, she definitely explores belonging and explains how comparison 
and competition are the primary fuel for separation, domination, and not belonging. First, we have to recognize that the drive to compete and compare is internalized from birth, and these drives are systemic. There is nothing inherently wrong with competition and comparison. This can be excellent motivation, innovation, and it helps us to be at our best. But when we view competition and comparison from the lens of separateness and domination, it becomes toxic and it creates a sense of not belonging, of isolation. Now, most of us have an inner critic. It's that voice that tells us that we are doing something wrong. Sabini tells us this inner critic develops within us from childhood, initially as survival strategies, monitoring, and prescribing ways of behaving that allows us to stay safe, get love, and find well-being. Think about how your childhood inner critic help you to learn how to, how to behave and learn right from wrong. It was this inner voice that guided you when your parents were not around. Eventually, inner critics outlast their usefulness and don't support our quest for belonging. Our inner critics usually become so critical that they beat us up. This negative self-talk creates inadequacy, low self-worth, and shame. I love how Sabini explains that habits of comparison and competition are dictated by the society around us in our families, communities, and cultures, and they play out both personally and collectively. She says we compare ourselves to other individuals, and we also compare ourselves to a group, community, or an entire culture. We learn how appreciation, acceptance, and even love are connected to how we measure up. Now think about how this applies in our profession. Our drive to compare and compete is intrinsically entwined with lawyering, starting from law school. At my law school, we had a forced curve, which meant only 10% of our class would be eligible for an A. We also had 10% that had to get a C. This drove fierce competition for grades. People went so far as to rip up case law from the books for our legal writing and research class to prevent others from using it. It was nuts. Then we had competition for summer jobs and first year jobs. It was cutthroat. I imagine it's gotten even worse now that the legal market is very much saturated. The job competition is exacerbated by the fact that many law school grads have hundreds and thousands of dollars of student loan debt. Once you get your foot in the door, you're competing for partnerships, bonuses, case assignments, etc. Those of us who own our own practices can get wrapped up in our desire to compete for clients. And lawsuits by their very nature are adversarial and competitive. There is a winner and a loser. Mediation and arbitration are gaining footholds, but they are still highly adversarial proceedings. Oh man, and, and there's the status. What a lawyer is supposed to make, supposed to have, supposed to look like. So much competition and comparison. But what we don't do is recognize that every single person caught up in this comparison competition trap is experiencing the exact same thing. We belong. As I mentioned earlier, Comparison is not inherently negative. In fact, recognizing difference and diversity is absolutely important. We don't want to be people who don't see color. We want to see color and celebrate color. Audre Lorde writes that difference is the raw and powerful connection from which our personal power is forged. We must celebrate our differences and diversity without domination and competition. Sabini states, comparison becomes problematic when it is not grounded in a fundamental understanding of belonging. 
When comparison is rooted in separation, it becomes competitive. So how do we cultivate a sense of belonging while also maintaining legal excellence and being zealous advocates for our clients? We have to recognize when the drive for competition and comparison becomes toxic. We can keep it in check by recognizing that we cannot allow our self-worth to get tied up with outcomes or perceptions. We can detach from being pulled into drama by noting that everything, and I do mean everything, is impersonal, imperfect, and impermanent. This means we do not have to take anything personally. When someone, especially opposing counsel, is nasty or rude, you don't have to take the bait. It's about them and their inadequacy, their own competition and comparison cycle. When you can have compassion for how they are caught up in it, it can help you to not get caught up in it. Why would you want to do that? Because getting caught gets you stuck. It doesn't serve you. And you will not perform perfectly ever. No case will go perfectly. Perfection is unattainable. You can be excellent without perfection. Let yourself be imperfect. Your inner critic will say all kinds of terrible things to you for every mistake, but you don't have to believe it. You shouldn't believe it. Everything is temporary. Every thought, feeling, circumstance, it's all fleeting. You can allow yourself to replay old stories to hold on to blame and victimhood, but how does that serve you? When you can let yourself let go and move on, you can bask in empowerment. You can be the dignified, unbothered advocate. Finally, the best way to overcome feelings of isolation or not belonging is to talk about it. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. The more you open up, you can be a beacon for others. This has been the number one reason why I started coaching and doing this podcast. I'm not afraid to talk about the wounded spots, the hurt, the stress. I want all of us to recognize that our experiences are normal. We aren't taught about feelings in school. We weren't taught how to manage our time our minds, or our emotions. We were taught how to compete and compare, how to vie for status, but it doesn't have to be that way. You belong, and I am just like you. If you'd like to get some one-on-one coaching with me, contact me at laura at thejoyfulattorney.com. Also, I wanted to let you know that my course on extinguishing the flames of attorney burnout starts on September 2nd, 2021. It's a six-week course where you will learn how to manage your time and your mind. Not only that, but it's approved for 10.5 CLE credits in Florida. If you sign up before July 31st, you can take advantage of the early bird discount, which is $50 off. The entire course is usually $297, which is an excellent value for a class that will transform your time management, productivity, and give you some great CLE credit. If you're not a Florida licensed attorney, you can still get CLE credit by petition. Also, if I get enough advanced interest for a particular state, we can absolutely request CLE credit in that state. That's why I'm letting you know with plenty of time in advance. If you'd like to sign up, you can find the link on upcoming courses at www.thejoyfulattorney.com. I am also having a free webinar on July 1st at noon Eastern called The Mindful Lawyer, bringing the practice of mindfulness to your practice. It's approved for 1.5 CLE credits in Florida. You can get more information at themindfullawyer.eventbrite.com or my website. As always, I hope you found these tips helpful. 
Until next time. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.